is up, everybody? It's your host, Angel Lopez. You're listening to the N slash A podcast uh, with me, your host, Angel Lopez. And uh, yeah, there was no episode last week, um, which is totally fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, it was super exciting, a lot going on. There was Mexican Mother's Day, not uh, uh, Yeah, um, <laughs> just gonna leave that in there, a good 30 seconds of dead air. Anyways, um, yeah, Mexican Mother's Day was, uh, the other week, last week, right? What? Yeah, last week was, uh, Mexican Mother's Day, May 10th, and then, uh, also yesterday, as of recording... Uh, was my birthday. So, yeah, today is the 18th, and uh, my birthday was yesterday, the day that I pushed through and I, you know, made it. <laughs> I I pushed, I pushed through and overcame, you know. I, um, I was the winner that day, at least um, outside of my mom I was, and, uh, you know... <laughs> It was such a beautiful day. The clouds were parting. The sun was shining. Of course, my mom went into labor as it was storming out in the uh, out in the world. It was storming. <laughs> so <sighs> says a lot about who I am as a person. You know, was um. I was born from darkness and into the light. <laughs> Literally, it was dark. It was fucking like eight o'clock, I think. Yeah, it was like it was in the more. It was early morning. Um, that you know, I was kicking on. I was knocking at the door, and uh, then I finally arrived around nine o'clock. Is when they, you know, finally. Um, exited me from my mother <laughs> and it's just such a weird thing you know just to think about like wow fucking as guys the only thing we push out is our piss and cum you know that's the only thing <laughs> our shit piss and cum is all we push out and then ladies you know they they push out a whole ass human from their fucking hole at the bottom, you know, like it's a fucking piggy bank and you just got lucky or something. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. The fucking rubber stopper just popped out and so did a child. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> that's not available for you. Um, and, uh, eat a Twix here really quick just to hold me up for the next 27 minutes. <laughs> um, 
But no, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Ladies, you, you know, biological women, you push out fucking entire whole ass humans, you know, that just end up being fucking assholes depending on who your the father is. <laughs> you know. Trump was inside woman at one point. A mother. <laughs> a respectable human being pushed out the former president. You know? A woman had to do that. And still, from where he came from, he was still so rotten. So maybe that says a little bit about the mother. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who's to say? You know. <laughs> um. Hmm. Man. Twix, man. They're just, they're so delicious. Mm-mm-mm. Such a good, like, little snack. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, <laughs> my birthday was yesterday, and uh, I'm 23 now, and uh, pretty soon we'll be going on a year uh, with the podcast, which is exciting, and then, uh, you know, um, wow, that's just, that's so wild, a year already into the podcast, and uh, I think in June... Sometime in June, yeah, will be the beginning of the end. That's just kidding. <laughs> um, but wow, man, that's wild, man. That's that's crazy. Um, and uh, just want to take care of usual business as well. Shout out my friends at Coopals Therapy. Shout out my friend at Grown Up Podcast. You know. I still got to do those fucking uh, <laughs> ads for you, dog. I will. Don't worry. Um, you know, I'll probably message you on Instagram in a little bit anyways. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, thanks to all the people that, uh, you know, sent me birthday wishes on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I doubt there was any on Twitter. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, jeez, thank you, you know, you guys, the listeners of the podcast, you know, you guys are all the uh, backbone of my future, really, you really are, and I appreciate every single one of you, man, even if I don't know you, Germany, I know you're still out there, uh, Brazil, what's up? You know, save me some beads at the Carnaval this year, or if you have one, you know. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, dang, man. It's just, it's wild, man. It's wild. Um, <laughs> and then um, updates on my birthday uh, stuff. uh you know, I think I mentioned I was getting a 44 Magnum in one of the previous episodes. And, uh, 
yeah, I talked too much about it. Now it's not happening. <laughs> I uh, I wanted it too too badly, and the universe just took it away from me. That's just how it works, you know. You gotta be aloof about even even objects. You gotta be aloof about if you really want them, you know. And it just it sucks. It's fucking bullshit, man. It's like fuck, dude. But anyways, later today. I'm also going to be doing stand-up for the first time in a fucking year and uh, two months, dude. Fuck, bro. But this time, I'm prepared with material. It's not like, you know, the previous times where I stopped doing stand-up and then started doing it again. Um... This time I do have my ex- my one year experience in stand up. I have material that I know is good, and I have new material that I'm working on. And you know, I'm also just working on me as a comedian. What my theme is going to be from here on out, because you know, as as comedians, as a comedian, as an I guess you can call it as an artist. You know, somebody who speaks eloquently, blah, 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 you know, just uh, trying to get points across to people um, and articulate thought into joke, right? I need my theme, and that's the, you know, I think one of the many keys to a good comedian or a good artist is finding that theme that calls out to you and pursuing it you know uh relentlessly right like i uh i uh i listen to music a lot um and i just i listen to a lot of things and i watch a lot of things just to keep you know uh, open mind uh and so I'll expose myself to the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, the stupid, um, just to keep an open mind, an open perspective, and to also uh, digest these things and also look at it and weigh on my own moral compass why this is bad, why this is good, you know, and also why, you know, maybe something that's perceived as good or bad is actually not it's neither. It's neutral, right? Um, and uh, so what I've been doing lately, especially in the pandy, is uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's evaluating music, but it's just taking a closer listen to music, um, artists in general, you know, um, and what I've found a lot in uh, composers or uh, solo artists and the really good ones that really, you know, fucking hit you hard with, like, s- specific notes and chords and and melodies, man, is that they all have their own specific scale that they love to fucking play around in you know um i don't know exactly which one which scale it is but um one of my favorite composers in uh uh i guess classical and movie music or scoring um is uh joe hisaishi 
Hisaishi, Hisashi, Joe Hisashi, the guy who makes the music for, um, <laughs> who makes the music for fucking Studio Ghibli, you know, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, uh, you know, uh, Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, all this music, right? All these are all these movies, right? from Studio Ghibli that we all know and love. I'm sure some of those names are like, huh, I've never heard of that one before um, to the listener. Uh, but I, I'll go on to Spotify and I'll listen to these um, compositions uh, nice and close because he has a common theme, you know, among the tracks. He's got a common theme and it's fucking awesome as shit. Um, <laughs> and he's got a common theme there, like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what scale it is or, or what, but the way that he builds up the composition, you know, he gives it a nice slow melodic feel. It really, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, relaxing and then boom, action, you know, you just get this explosion of sound. It's, oh, it's just, it's just, it's. It's beautiful, you know. It's it's so beautiful. It's it's art that you can listen to, you know. It's just it's so beautiful, Mwah, you know. Just a chef's kiss with cherry on top every time, you know. Just oh, um, <laughs> and uh, Joe Hisashi does a fucking magnificent job at um making music, and I know the um. <laughs> the way that I'm doing, the way that I'm talking and like my articulation and whatnot is a lot different than maybe most episodes. But god damn, man, I just had to I just had to just talk about it just a little bit, especially in relation to being a comedian and, uh, you know, my journey as a as a comedian, as a fledgling comedian, you know, 23 I, my first staged appearance was not staged, but my first stage appearance was when I was 15. So, and on top of that, I've had a lot of, um, maturing as, uh, I, you know, as a 15 year old, I was definitely set apart from my peers in that sense that the work I did with my dad was different, being Mexican in an all-white town and um, all-white school was different. You know, there was some black guy here, there was a black guy there, there was another Mexican here and there. There's a little more Mexicans here and there, but they were a different kind of Mexican because I wasn't related to these fuckers, you know? I just... <laughs> They weren't my primos or my mi primas, you know. It just it was weird um, because I just felt so out of place, man. It was wild, um, and uh, but it's just it was wild being that kind of a Mexican. And then, uh, fuck, man, I don't even know what I was talking about. Uh, oh my journey as a comedian um at 15 i i did do i want to say at least 10 minutes uh without ever going to an open mic without ever actually 
<laughs> hardening my or honing my skill as a comedian. I uh, just was like, oh, yeah, I'm funny. Um, I didn't bomb terribly. I think in a professional sense, it was uh, it was a bomb. Uh, but for only doing it never and going on stage in front of my peers, in front of most of my peers, parents and family, uh, it was a bit odd. It was intense to say the least. Um, God damn, man. But did I get some laughs talking about uh, white kids not having the same struggle as a Mexican and, you know, <laughs> and that's always been my theme is just Mexicans and, and white kids. You know, it's we're to- two totally different fucking beings, even though I grew up in an all white school with white friends and shit like that. You know, it's still very culturally, culturally different. Um, and uh I still got some laughs. I talked about my dad, you know, and him being Mexican. I can't remember exactly all the bits that I did. I did a Russian impression, um, which was pretty good. Uh, (laughs) And uh, there was some dead air. I just, you know, I had a couple good bits. Um, And then uh, the Mexican crowd right in front was just eating it up they loved it um and you know it just was it it was insane it felt so good to be up there um granted it was for her fucking uh talent show so uh you know it was as good as it got and then i started doing it and you know so on and so forth i uh would go in and out of doing comedy uh but now I do have that experience. I'm fig- finding my path as a comedian. I know it's it probably sounds silly as a like I think collectively I've I've got 2 years experience in comedy even though <laughs> I'm 23 now and when I was 15 I did my first talent show as a comedian. And uh yeah. Now we're here. I'm doing a podcast. I know what I'm. I know what I'm doing, and I'm. I'm figuring it out a lot quicker. I think, and uh, I'm honing it through discipline. You know, <laughs> it sounds so so sophisticated, but in reality, my discipline is what to talk about and what I want to talk about because that's the thing you know a theme I need to find my theme and I think and not I think but I know my theme is being a young Mexican-American in America in the widest part of California and um, being able to come together with others and rise above you know just as i did the day that i was born (laughs) um (laughs) i rose above i well maybe not above but you know i wrote i broke through how about that (laughs) i broke through i made it and 
you know what, that's the same shit I'm going to do, but on my own two feet in the big city, I'm fucking coming for you, okay? I'll have my Zoom with me, my handy recorder, I'll have my fucking microphone, I'll do it out of a box if I have to, I'll fucking go to the world's end to become an established comedian. Not a famous comedian, but just an established comedian. Fame would be nice, but I mostly want to just pursue comedy as a career rather than a, um, you know, as a, as a lifestyle or a, you know, um, as a hobby. I want it to be more than that. And I believe in me that I can do it because, um, I've made just about everybody that I've met laugh. You know, I've, uh, you know, there, ever since I was five, I knew it. You know, I told myself, you can make anybody laugh given the appropriate amount of time. I can make anybody laugh. And they'll like me. And that's, and I knew even then at five, that's how I was going to get people to like me was by making them laugh. Um, I don't think I ever really came up with jokes so much, but just did wild shit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I got my, my fucking, I got my horns sharpened. This little fucking bull is going to come through your China shop, uh, near you. And, uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank our sponsor for today. A oxygen. Yes, oxygen. We're brought to you by the air around you. <laughs> the air around you is sponsoring this episode of Not Available. You can literally get it as you talk, walk, sleep, or drink. Oxygen is around you everywhere. Um, there's even bars for it. What the fuck? You know? Um, <laughs> but. Just want to thank our sponsor, Oxygen, the air around you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's stupid. Jeez. Um, Oxygen. It's the air around you. <laughs> um, just like to thank our sponsor. And you can use code not available. Uh, for 20% more intake on your next breath, um, just go to the site uh, that you're standing and take a deep breath today with oxygen, the air around you. All right, now back to the show. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Oxygen. You know, I just, I breathe it in every day. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, keeps you on your feet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm not getting a 44 Magnum. I'm figuring out my theme as a comedian so that I can constant, I can, you know, dip into my honey hole and, um, just be funny constantly or consistently on stage and uh, have a good repertoire. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that kind of shit. Uh, that way, you know, I can shake, 
hands with some of my favorite comedians someday and you know hopefully work together that would be awesome i know that would be that's asking for the fucking world um but i i would just love to meet some some of my favorite comedians that are alive today you know and uh man i cannot fucking wait to get back on the stage man (laughs) i'm so fucking pumped dude i got my own pa that i'm putting together i got some speakers uh yesterday on my birthday so that was exciting um and uh fuck man it's gonna be so awesome i'm gonna start hosting my own open mic i'm gonna rent out the fucking equipment um that way i can uh you know uh that way i can Make some make money off of the equipment that I'm putting together, putting together, uh, and then, fuck man, I'll be able to have some gas money for when I go to Stockton or Sacramento or plan a trip to L.A. You know, and just fucking hit hit up the mics, get some, hopefully book some shows soon, uh, and then fuck, dude, it's gonna be sick as shit. Uh, I'm 23. Hopefully, by the time I get my first special, I'm 33. Uh, that's the fucking goal, man. 10 years, you know, my first fucking special. Well, I mean, I don't have to be 33 to get my first special. I can produce it myself much, you know, like, uh, yeah. Fuck, dude, I don't have to be 33 for my first special. I can be 33 for my first major you know, fucking million dollar deal on a special, dude. Fuck, dude, that would be sweet. Just to get, you know, get my first special, not first special, fuck, my, you know, start selling out arenas, basically, is what I'm trying to say. By 33, I want to be able to fucking sell out an arena um, and just enjoy what's left of my youth (laughs) in my 30s, you know. Um, and just be there or be square, right? Bitch, fuck, man. It's Friday, baby. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Friday. Um, <laughs> but I deserve a fucking arena tours. Um, and, uh, <laughs> geez, dude. And then hopefully, uh, with this PA that I'm putting together, I can do a live, uh, recording of not available. That would be fucking cool. I guess it would be kind of like uh, the Kill Tony podcast, I think. Um, but who who w- wouldn't want to do a live, you know, do their podcast in front of a live audience? That's fucking cool as shit. Um, and then hopefully with this PA, I can just plug in my Zoom recorder, pull the single audio track off of it, you know. Fuck, man, I'll make it a fucking whole-ass show out of it you know find a fucking local band that i like to fucking open and then um you know people will be there for the music mostly i think and some booze and then uh i'm gonna come on and um (laughs) be like all right what's up motherfuckers and they'd be like well don't know who the fuck you are and then i'll be like yeah i figured as much but Hey, guess what? You're fucking here. You're queer. 
we're all about to fucking blow out our ears, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll, it would be fucking, it would be epic, to say the least, to fucking have a show with some local artists and then, uh, you know, give them a cut of the door, even though it would be an outdoors um, <laughs> show. So, yeah. I'm excited. 2021 has been shitty for others. 2021 is going to be my fucking breakthrough. You know? Oh, man. I can't wait just to fucking tour, man. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm scratching my back with this back scratcher. <laughs> um,. And then, uh, oh, shit, yeah. So hopefully later today, when I go to Stockton for the open mic, I'm going to go fucking buy myself a 357 Magnum, dude. I found a fucking, <laughs> I found a fucking Ruger uh, SP-101, man. It looks fucking cool. It's in stock, so I'm going to fucking, when I go to Stockton later, I'm going to go out to that fucking, that uh, gun shop. Hopefully I can just walk in and walk out, not with the gun, obviously, but walk in, walk out, get back to my car safely, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, just walk, walk in, walk out, and then, uh, yeah, then I'll be the proud owner of a 357 Magnum. I have some 38 ammo here that I can put through it so at least I'll have some some fun with it uh when I get it so good thing I held on to that good thing uh anyways you guys thank you so much for tuning in please give my friends a listen over at Coapples Therapy and at uh Grown Up Podcast you can stream them everywhere at famous d underscore 95 at polaroidfox.com you can find the links there for um uh, therapy podcast i believe that's uh my friend's website i believe i believe that's what he said i think i think fuck man i don't know but anyways if you just look up coapples therapy on instagram follow the link in their bio You'll uh, be able to keep up with their episodes, keep up with Frank, Frankie and Dom, uh, and, uh, you know, shouts out to them, shouts out to D. what's up D? hope you're doing good, thank you for the birthday wish, I see the, I, I see you, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah man, sorry this episode wasn't as funny, it wasn't as political, it wasn't as charged, up as I would have liked it to be, but you know, um, I do, I do what I want. I do as I please. So yeah, you know, uh, and thank you again for the birthday wishes. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back to our regular scheduling this month for the rest of May and the rest of the year. We'll be doing this, uh, weekly, um, and pretty soon I'm going to be having guests up here. I'll, uh, have, uh, the 
Coapples Therapy. Uh, I'll have fucking D on the podcast, man. It's going to be a fucking hot pod summer is what it's going to fucking be. That's for sure. Hot pod summer, man. <laughs> you know, Chet Hanks is calling it a, a fucking white boy summer. And he's had, you know, it was so tone deaf to that. But at least, you know, he, he made up for it with... Um, Black Queen Summer merch, and, uh, (laughs) you know, you can't blame Chet for being so out of touch, uh, and you can't really blame celebrities' children, celebrity children for being out of touch, you know, you just, you can't blame them, they're just fucking retarded, um, (laughs) they... They're out of touch. They're tone deaf. You know, it just, it's what it is. (laughs) All right. See you guys.